today's episode is brought to you by Loco Coffee. All right, guys, this is one of our uh, newer companies we started working with. Uh, they are a small company out of New Jersey, I believe. Owners are Dan and Sean. Uh, they do coffee, 12-ounce cans, and it's going to be 240 milligrams of caffeine, 570 milligrams of potassium. They use iced coffee, and then they add, uh, sorry, cold brew coffee, not iced coffee, cold brew. They add coconut water in one of their products and then maple water in the other. So it gives you that energy, gives you natural electrolytes and antioxidants, no sugar added, uh, that's going to be Loco Coffee. If you guys use code Pardon Me, you'll get 20% off of anything you order on their website. Uh, we've been drinking it in the studio. We like it. It's a great, quick grab-and-go coffee. If you don't have time to make your own or just like the convenience of having your coffee and some type of electrolyte hydration supplement all in one with the coconut water, check those out. Uh, that's Loco Coffee. Their website is drinklococoffee.com. Use that code Pardon Me. We are also brought to you by X-Works, all right? So X-Works, I've been kind of featuring different products on these reads. My go-to uh, pre-workout has been X-Works uh, Ignite as their pre-workout supplement. What I like about it is it includes a nootropic, uh, which is optimal for performance, enhancing your mood and cognition. Uh, if you know anything about those nootropics, it's kind of like branded as the smart drugs. So they kind of help your brain function neuron neuroplasticity there's a bunch of high-tech fancy sciencey words that uh, make it sound good i don't know the whole science behind it all i know is when i take it it makes me feel like a million bucks i use it for before workouts sometimes in the morning if i need a little pick-me-up uh, and then i mix it in with their uh, creatine supplement their uh, lift supplement if right now you can get free shipping on all orders at xworks uh, they're also doing a promo right now where if you go to their website, you email, you type in your email, you can get a free shaker bottle. Um, and it's not one of those shitty plastic ones. It's a metal dual walled, uh, shaker bottle, all stainless steel construction or steel. I don't know what it's made out of, but it's a nice, nice bottle. So you put in your email, you get that free shipping on all orders right now, xworks.com. And then lastly, we are brought to you by grip tight tape. All right, so if you guys, for all your tape needs, for your fingers, your thumbs, your wrists, whatever you guys need, this is going to be your go-to tape for training, for working out. It's a custom cotton weave that gives you the perfect amount of stretch, and uh, the extra tacky adhesive allows it to stick in place and stay on when you need it most. So with the when you're doing uh, grappling, weightlifting, uh, anything where you need tape on your fingers to protect your skin or give you more grip... Uh, it's going to stay on through workouts, through sweat, through water, anything you can put it through. Um, if you guys use code Pardon Me, you'll get 10% off. Uh, you will get free shipping on all orders over $19.99. And then uh, they have a collection as well of shirts, patches, weight vest plates, and weight vests. If you guys are looking at doing any type of training at home and want a plate carrier, a tactical vest, uh, they have a full stock of different colors of those as well as weight vest plates as well. That's at griptighttape.com. Use code PARDONME, 10% off. And lastly, support for Pardon Me is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-belt men's grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Uh, they just launched in the U.K., 
they've gone they've gone years without using the right tools for the job but you guys can be one of the first men in England to experience their life-changing products. So in the UK, jump on that first if you're listening. Uh, I mean, we all have a story that we can relate to when we go to uh, trim up. You got a date night. You got a uh, whatever you got going on, a, a, a nice evening with the missus. Uh, and you go to groom yourself and you're using a rickety uh, trimmer. And you go and you start to uh, trim up the old man sack, the old leather bag. And you nick yourself, right? And then you got blood squirting everywhere. It looks like a scene out of Kill Bill. Um, this is no longer the case. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The uh, Manscaped engineered team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and has just released, like I said, the Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, that's in the UK as well. The biggest thing I like about that 3.0, which I didn't know I would like, is the little light it has on it at the end. So you're grooming yourself, you're down there in that dark crevice, um, going from nuts to butts, and you get a little peek at what's down there so you can see and make sure you get all the hair. There's nothing, nothing worse stepping out of the shower, looking down and realize you missed a huge patch. So that's one of my favorite pieces of that lawnmower. Um, the third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade that reduces grooming accidents. And I could testify to that, tested that out last night. And the battery will last up to 90 minutes. It's waterproof. Like I said, it has that LED light and they just upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. I mean, this is a preci precision engineered device uh, to give your balls the best. You deserve it. So everybody listening to this, make sure you guys use code PARDONME to get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Uh, we want you guys to look the best, to be the best. Make your testies their besties. Ooh, let's go one more. I got this one. Let's get that bush to tush clean. All right, guys, Manscaped, use it. Pardon me. All right, guys, welcome back. Another episode, not in the books yet. Another episode coming up, coming at you, hot off the plate, hot off the press. Uh, number 65, we have a guest, a special guest in studio with us. She is an Ayurvedic. You have no idea how long it took me to figure out how to say that. Ayurvedic uh, practitioner. Her name is Shannon Storm, and uh, she shares with us all the things that that means, all the things that she does, and all the um, holistic and otherwise medical practices that she practices um, and sees. And uh, it was a real treat to have her in. Big shout out to her for coming in, and I hope you guys enjoy. Here you guys go. Without further ado, Miss Shannon Storm. time of the, the, I don't know if it's every month, I forget, but at a certain point in the um, Islam or the Muslim calendar or yeah. the Muslim faith, Ramadan. they, yeah, uh, no, not Ramadan, oh. but uh, the, they do like a form of bloodletting or where they'll use the cups to um, draw out the bad blood or impurity. And like every so often when the moon's at a certain height, they, um, will have somebody come in and do this, they do this thing on them where they 
um, put the the cups that everybody, most people know what the cups are because of Michael Phelps and all that stuff. But they would put the cups on specific areas Mm -hmm. where they um, believe that, you know, at this time of the month where the moon's in its cycle or whatever, um, the blood is is at certain parts of your body that can be taken out and be helpful or beneficial to the cleansing process of the body. And so they would put the cups on, leave them there for like two minutes, take them off, and then take a little razor blade and like make a bunch of cuts on those spots, put them back on, put the suction back in, and then it would just fill with blood. Mm. And they would just hold them on, like they would let them fill, 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 and then they'd undo it, dump it in the trash, and then put it back on until it stopped filling with blood. Um, and you know, I was super interested in that. Um, I had, you know, did it with them mm-hmm. and, uh, posted it up cause I thought it was super cool. Like where else can you have that done or do that? Not definitely not, not here. here. <laughs> yeah, not here. And then the amount of like hate messages I got on comments wow. on there were, it was crazy. People were saying, you know, this is stupid. I hope you get AIDS. Like you're an idiot for doing this, all of this. Wow. Uh, I hope you get infected, like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And it was just super, like, I thought it was funny because I don't care about that, but um, it's entertaining. But it's just funny that, you know, you would think some of these other things, I would think that I have plenty of other more offensive posts. Right. And that's the one people <laughs> were like, no, we're going to die on this hill. You're an idiot for having this done. Right. Yeah. And they were like really offended just because. I don't know, they didn't agree or have the knowledge or just think, you know, obviously Western medicine has a certain viewpoint. And if that's all you knew or that's all you were raised to yeah. think about or understand, you would see that and think it's super primitive. And if you didn't have any knowledge or belief or any of that, you'd be like really? up to that. And I'm, I'm, you might have gone through or go through similar things maybe with your uh, like practices and what you do yeah. where it's kind of scoffed at or... well. For me, not mm-hmm. really, okay. because it's an interesting thing. I did grow up Christian also, um, and it's funny because you were saying, like, your family's Catholic. Well, my family's Creole, so they're Catholic too, right? Mm-hmm. Except I grew up non-denominational as well. Um, but um, so even when I was taking the classes to learn how to do this, in the beginning of the classes, they do certain meditations, you know, and... In the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what you're saying because it's in Sanskrit, you know? <laughs> like, wow. I don't think I can do that. I can't get down with that. I don't even know what yeah. I'm saying. You yeah, know? is this witchcraft? Right. Someone well, start levitating. And I'm Creole too, yeah. right? So voodoo, like, <laughs> voodoo, yeah, yeah. we don't play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But on a serious note, I just couldn't do it at first, you know? So then I started learning more and I could see, okay, you know what? These these ways that they have different gods it's really different names for the same god and different incarnations of the same god which we have in christianity right jehovah jireh jehovah Rapha, all these different names for the same god you know and i was like okay so i started to see the similarities right but as far as my practice i try to keep it the tradition that, that they have However, I don't really incorporate the Hindu into it, right? So I'm trying to make it palatable for the American, right? You know, because because we're what you it's called uh, Ayurveda, 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 mm-hmm. and it's from derived from the India. Hindu India, right? And the Hindu religion played a big part in the development of that, right? Well, the I mean, the Hindu religion is a big part of India and 
culture, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it can kind of overlap and do things sometimes. And their, their belief system is, um, it has to do with like reincarnation, correct? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's they like the big in. staple, or what, what would you say like the big staple is that somebody that has a very base knowledge of what it is, is of, like a of Hindu. Hindu. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really understand, like... Super dumb it down for me. <laughs> I could, I actually couldn't because okay. we didn't study Hindu, uh, right? But we did. It does come in sometimes with the Sanskrit um, mantras and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I actually still don't necessarily do the mantras. I do them in my own Christian way, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's the same, you know. So if I'm saying the same thing, why do I have to say it right in a Hindu way? Yeah, there's, don't. there's benefit and like they've found something that works for them just because they have maybe a different religion, call it something different, believe in it a certain different way. Doesn't mean that we need to like as a Christian or if somebody that has a different faith. Change. Change yeah. or, you know, uh, discredit that whole thing. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. You know, we definitely don't have, that's not even Christ-like. Right. right? Yeah. God is love. Mm-hmm. And you see like similarities in... Islam, in um, Hindu, in tons of different religions around the world, um, Allah, Buddha, whatever they call their God, yeah. it's like they're, you see very similar things when you start to study these different religions and yeah. how they worship their version of God or their God, you right. know? And so, like you said, the, I think like, just like on social media, there's so much like hate and opposition to anything different or anything new that I feel like a lot of people fall into that same trap when they go or they see something that's a different religion or different looking or sounds different than what they grew up with or are familiar with or are comfortable with. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like if you approach it from that hateful way, it's like you're moving people farther away from what you're supposed to be moving them closer to. Why would they want to be like, oh, yeah, let me find out more about what you do or like what your religion's about or what your belief system is if all you're doing is condemning other people exactly you know yeah and jesus didn't even yeah. beat folks over the head with himself you know what i mean one time though when <laughs> he flew, well. one time <laughs> hey everybody's human yeah <laughs> even yeah. <him. laughs> he was partly human too yeah but yeah you know so for your practice what do you like what what did you pull or what did you kind of keep from the that original so ayurveda is actually a medical it's like um it's a medicine, right? Mm-hmm. It's healing. It's healing medicine, and it's basically living life in a natural way, you know? So Ayurvedic medicine actually has a lot, a lot, the foundation, a lot to do with diet, lifestyle, you know, all the things that we hear, um, little buzzwords, and we tend to take pieces, you know? And, yeah. then we, and then we go, like, way too far with that piece, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, so, so it's basically the, the medicine of that culture, right? And then I just took that part, you know? And so I practiced that part in the way that they practice that part. By medicine, what do you mean as far as medicine? Like I mean like if you have something that's going on in yeah. your body. Yeah. Then or in your mind. So it's a holistic medicine, right? So it we take care of your body, your mind, your spirit, all of that. We we understand that all of those systems work together as one. 
You know, they're mm-hmm. not separate systems that you can just separate. So would I come to you like if I if I'm like yep. walking down the street? <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Um, if like I get attacked by a dog and I got a bunch of dog bites on me, okay, would I come to you and be like, stitch me up? No. Okay. So for the most part, I mean, there there is surgery. Because I have seen, like, when I was doing a little bit of research that they did, like, there was a surgical side to exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. There is surgery and things like that in Ayurveda. But in the United States, for the most part especially, we don't practice certain parts of Ayurveda, right? Um, and even, like, back to the bloodletting. Bloodletting is also part of Ayurveda. Mm. But in the United States, we're not allowed to do that, right? They mm-hmm. use leeches. So that. you can do that in the United States, but but with just leeches. No, we, no, we do not. We're not allowed. to You can't even that. use leeches. No. Dang. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. What if you like accidentally fall into a bucket of leeches that are like strategically <laughs> placed? Or on different... what if you just go donate blood? How about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go donate some blood. <laughs> with a leech. Yeah. <laughs> to the leech. Donate it to the leech. So what I'm mean, curious of like what how the surgical side would differ from like a traditional Western surgical side. Right. So for instance, here in the United States, for if I got into a car accident right. or something like that, like take me to the hospital. <laughs> okay. Let them sew me up and patch me up and do what they need me to do. And then when the healing process starts, then I'm going to go to an Ayurvedic doctor, you know? Okay. Um, and they would help facilitate the like healing. Mm-hmm, proper healing without and, the use yeah. of, prescription drugs you okay. know, and things like that so do you think that the so like healing internally we're talking about tissue bone um probably mm-hmm. trauma from uh, that absolutely um, all of that yes yeah versus just healing from a uh band-aid perspective of like oh you have pain here's a vicodin or oh exactly you, have, you know and there are herbs that can you know really i mean uh, yeah relieve pain and do things like that. So there are, there are herbs that heal bones. There are, you know, herbs that do a lot of the things. They don't do it in the same way necessarily as the prescription medica- medication does. So right? much stronger. I mean, like, people talk about, I like to use the reference of saying, like, we use coffee. We grind it up and we, we concentrate it and we filter it. We press it through all this you know, pressure and heat and we get this, this coffee drink and then we drink it and it gives us a ton of energy. But if we were just to like chew on the beans or the leaves or, uh, or sorry, the cherry, I guess would be the coffee, right? Um, we would have probably those similar stimulating effects, but without as intense of a result, just like the cocaine leaf. Like obviously if you chop up any, any leaf and concentrate it and then snort it, it's going to affect you adversely. Yeah. Um, or, so, or not. Or not, yeah. <laughs> it depends on what leaf you're using. I right? mean... Because I, there are herbs, yeah. too, that we put into oils, mm-hmm. and we and you put them in your nose, mm-hmm. inverted. You put it in your nose, and it goes up. And mm-hmm. these things can tonify the what tissues. What do you mean by tonify? Um, like rejuvenate, help them be strong again, mm-hmm. help them to work properly. The and, tissues? Mm-hmm, and to heal. And then, or um, they can purify also. You know, if, if there's uh, anything there that needs to be removed. So what would you say is like something that it would, could purify or I guess get rid of or like what have you seen from your experience that like somebody's came in and been like, hey, I'm dealing with this and you'd been like, okay, well, this is a good option for you. Right. Yeah. So Ayurveda is, is interesting because it doesn't work like 
allopathic medicine in the way where we go, oh, you know, I have diabetes. Okay, you take this, right? Mm -hmm. No matter like who you are, pretty much. Yeah. You have diabetes, you take insulin, mm -hmm. right? But in Ayurveda, it's how is it presenting in you? So you may not be taking, you may have the same allopathic um, diagnosed situation, but you may not be taking the same herbal remedy as someone else because it doesn't present the same way for you, right? Mm -hmm. But some things that we use, there are herbs that we'll use if there is um, like growth, like a, like a mass like a of mass. growth. Mm -hmm. There are herbs that we'll use if someone is dealing with anxiety or emotional anger, you know, any, any type of emotional things because we treat the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is like some of those, those things that you would, somebody comes to you, they have issues. You're just going to kind of identify. And do you think these, like the herbs you're talking about, you're talking about people presenting differently, but do you, I'm guessing people's bodies respond to everything a little bit differently too. Yeah. So like absolutely. some of the herbs that you might, you know, think that somebody would be useful for whatever anxiety that they might have might not necessarily benefit them as much as a different one. And that's just obviously the process of right. elimination exactly. and trial and error. Um, yeah. And knowing the herbs, mm -hmm. you know, how, so for instance, if I have two different people who have anxiety, right, both of them may not need to be sedated, right? One may need some sedation, but they both probably need tonification, Right? They both probably need some nurturing because anxiety comes from fear, you know? Yeah. So you, you remedy fear with faith and with nurturing. So it just depends on the person. If they have a high amount of specific type of anxiety, they may, they may need to be nurtured as well as sedated for a time. Yeah. What do you mean by like sedated? Meaning herbs that, like kind, herbs of, that would kind of chill you chill out. You out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then by nurture, like, are, is that an herbal remedy as well? Or are you talking about like physical nurture, like both actually. emotional, physical, yeah. herbal? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have therapies that can do that. Like, um, we have one therapy that's really beautiful. It's called Dobasti. And so a lot of times when people have issues with their heart, meaning emotional or physical, sometimes we build a dodam here and put herbalized oil in that area, warm herbalized oil. And what's a dodam? A dodam is uh -huh. you basically like like you make a thing like play doh. Okay. Right? <laughs> and it and a dam, you know, holds yeah, you liquid, just, so you mm -hmm. just put it there. So basti basically basically means a like a bladder. It holds. Mm -hmm. And so dough basti we make a a dam or a bladder out of dough. Okay. And yeah. then you would let the And you let the, the oils oil kind of sit there. With the specific okay. herbs. Yeah. Right. Because all of the medicine is, is generally prescribed for the individual person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that would that would be what what did you say that would be like addressing? That could be emotional, emotional. hurts. Mm -hmm. Or it could, you know, you may use that even for heart issues. So would you say like people would be benefit from this? What is this you brought up, Mike? Oh, the container, the do bo uh, dough basti. Do oh, dough basti. Okay. Do -basti. I thought it was one word. Yeah. Oh, no. Two words. Two dough, words. Mm -hmm. like donut. Exactly. <laughs> and then basti. Mm -hmm. Basti. Basti. Yeah. Do Produces basti. stress, fatigue, hormonal imbalances, and adrenal fatigue. Um, so do you think this is something that is, is helpful? Like for the people you see, do they, most of them address specifically only with um, 
Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic? Ayurvedic? Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic. Mm-hmm. Like, Do they address... Oh, that's a good way to remember it. <laughs> Ayurvedic. Do they address like their issues um, purely with this stuff or are they mixing it in with um, other other forms of therapy, whether it's like counseling or, you know... Oh, absolutely. Um, um, I. Or do you say this is like a whole... like? It can be, okay. but it doesn't have to be. I do work with other doctors, allopathic doctors, you know, um, depending on what's going on with the person. And I mean... I could also work with like psycho- psychologists or psychiatrists, depending on what they have going on, you know, because it's almost like I do like a general, like you have your family doctor, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like that, like a general practice. Okay. And then if I need, if I feel that that person needs something else, then I'll refer them out. And yeah. I love referring people. Yeah. I don't, I'm not that person that tries to do everything. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not your healer. You're your healer. Right? I'm your guide. I'm your guide. Yeah. You're your healer. And then there are other people who can also guide you, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's sometimes, it, it's interesting to me because sometimes you have people in natural medicine who are like against allopathic treatments. But they're in know? natural medicine? But they'll be in whatever kind of natural medicine. You know, it could be any kind of holistic. But they're against this. And they'll be out, no, they'll be out against Western. Western, yeah, okay. Allopathic okay. medicine. Western oh, medicine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, but, but I'm not that way. I feel like they blend together very well. Yeah. And like everything has its place. Yeah. yeah. A good like combination of that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I was going to say with this kind of the, the work you do, do you ever delve into like ayahuasca or psychedelics or anything like that? I don't. You don't. Okay. I don't personally. There yeah. are people that do, mm-hmm. but I don't personally. Cause I know right now it's really big in like mainstream i would say is people talking about like ayahuasca and dmt and, right. and cbd spirit tours and stuff like that too. yeah like, thc and yeah um uh psilocybin so like the mushrooms and stuff and you don't kind of delve into any of that i don't really there mm-hmm. are other ways to do things yeah yeah for me there are other ways and you have to be careful with those types of things because not everybody can handle everything yeah they can't handle the truth sometimes wow don't even get me started on that one (laughs) but yeah so i don't i don't really deal with that kind of stuff what would you say is like the 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 thing that kind of turned you away from stuff like that because that's super entertaining and has kind of really captivated a lot of people with like as a hot buzzwords or topics of like hey we're seeing a lot of things from THC and CBD, we're seeing a lot of things from psilocybin and, you know, it's being trial studied now to treat PTSD and to um, help anxiety and all those other things. And then like you hear things about ayahuasca and DMT and all these other things. And so what kind of turned you away from exploring those as, is that a common thing in Ayurvedic medicine? Sorry, Ayurvedic medicine. It's, we're across the board. So like I have a a colleague who, um, he's an MD. He's also an Ayurvedic um, practitioner and he is a shaman, right? So he's done ayahuasca and he, I don't know if he uses it in his practice or not, but you know, it's not something that he shies away from, you know, but he told us about his trip and it was a trip, (laughs) Yeah. you know, with ayahuasca. So it's like, I'm not trying to take people on trips, but my main thing is, (laughs) yeah. We already have a journey. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's <laughs> you know? true. 
But um, my main thing is like, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier, how we'll take a piece of something and go too far with it, you know? So for me, nature, like God made nature the way that he intended it and it works well, you know? Yeah. So when we take pieces out, we're not considering that that thing was whole for a reason. Yeah. Know? What do you, like what I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think that there's a, a lot behind that. What do you, what do you think like is a common thing that we have taken or are taking well, out? Or we doing? could go for something that's yeah. really popular right now, like the CBD or the THC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're taking out a part of it. We'll see in, in 10 years what that really did. Right. Right. Because that plant is whole for a reason. And I'm not against marijuana. I don't personally choose it, but I'm not against it. I think everything has its place, right? It could be a good medicine for certain things. But when you take pieces, then you're, you're yeah. taking pieces. Yeah. And that's been the big knock on or that knock that I've experienced or seen with a lot of people is that or, and the, the, the science behind it has been based off of studying everything as a whole, right? Yeah. Studying CBD when it's given oh. with THC mm-hmm. as the plant, as that. And so it'd be interesting to see how many, how much of the benefits of THC, CBD are present when you, and looking at the studies and like, okay, how are they administering them? Are they administering them as edibles? Are they administering mm-hmm. them just as CBD? Is mm-hmm. it hemp oil? Is it, um, you know, all the, all the other branding that people use to like try to f- tell you that this is what it is, but it's actually just it's not, you know, like right. people brand stuff as like hemp oil all the time or, exactly. and you're like, okay, well that's not CBD and it's not THC. So what is it? You know, yeah. it has no C, T, uh, no content of CBD or THC. And so what is the benefits of taking this and what are the studies showing that this benefits? Exactly. Cause a lot of the benefits they're claiming are, are off of, you know, the plant as a whole when it's ingested or smoked or given a certain way. Right. Right. And so I think there's a huge disconnect of that. And like everybody and their mom has a CBD company mm-hmm. right now. You can buy it at a gas station and you know, you're probably getting motor oil. Right. But... You, you have no idea what's in there. You right. Know? And it's just too much work to try to figure out with each and everything. Is this legit? What does legit even mean for it? You know, like what is it first right. of all? Cause there's legit for FDA standards and then there's legit for <laughs> like health standards right yeah so yeah and that for me that's just too much when you have so many other options right and most of the time it deals with diet and lifestyle what are you choosing to do it's your habits that have created whatever is going on with you yeah and so it's your habits that need to change and habits don't change overnight you know Mm -hmm. and so you just have to learn to be compassionate and patient with yourself, which a lot of people, it's really hard to do because we're not taught to do that in this society. You know, yeah. we're taught to keep up with you, keep up with you, keep up with, you know what I mean? Compare, yeah. Compare and, and to keep up with everybody. And then, psh. whack, whack. <laughs> like, come yeah. on, people, think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, that's what our society tells us to do. That's what we've been told to do. And there's not a lot of time to slow down and, like, address what are my habits? What are they? And you kind of get in the, the rat race of being like, okay, well, I want what this person has, or I like what they have. I, this looks nice. This looks shiny. Right. What are they doing to get it? Okay. I need to do that too, but do more. But it's like, yeah. It's just like with, I don't know anything like for a Range Rover, Mm -hmm. right? Shit cars. Why is it? 
I agree. I agree with you 100%. And that's exactly yeah. where I'm going. Like, why is that the cool car? Because they said so? Yeah, because the Kardashians drive them. Give me a break. Okay, well, let yeah. them drive it. I'm yeah. going to drive what I want to drive, you mm -hmm. know? So. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started on Range Rovers. Yeah. <laughs> they're like classic. I mean, you you have the same, same belief. Yeah. I mean, they're classic garbage cars. And just, they were, we were talking about it the other day, actually. It was like, okay, how did this car become this status symbol of of success or right. professionalism or like the 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 gold standard right. of cars yeah um because it's not a good car it breaks down all the time the pieces are crazy expensive right. it's from the uk like what is the uk producing that's good <laughs> uh, or england you know obviously yeah. like europe they have mercedes they have bmw they have a bunch of good cars right. but like i think uh, Range Rover is your uh, English, right? Yeah, is English. I don't. I don't even know. They still have a me, king and a queen. You know, for me, it's like <laughs> I just look at the car, and and that was just an example I pulled out of nowhere. But for me, we're going all in. I know. <laughs> for me, that particular car is not a, an attractive looking car, and I'm not going to think it's an attractive looking car just because you think it's an attractive yeah. looking car. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like no. Yeah, yeah. I like the yeah. So. Yes, I don't, and I think we were talking about like how how it became. It's so interesting how things become that, what and they I think are, it's exactly. like obviously seeing different people driving them. I right. think I don't, I don't know who the first person to like popularize the Range Rover was, I but this is like the new. Just pulling up the Evoque, which I actually like the look of the Evoque better than the the yeah. the old school one. Yeah, that um, does look a little nicer. <laughs> we're like, damn, that looks good, nah, but nah. um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have, I, you know, everybody I know that's had a Range Rover will, has just sworn up and down how it's like the worst car ever. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then you see other people that are like, oh, I'll always drive them. So I feel like it's, it is that because you see certain high level people doing it to driving right. it. And then you also know like, okay, it's an expensive car to maintain, to keep up with. So it's like, oh, these people obviously don't care. Right. They're just like throwing money away. Right. It's kind of like, oh, wow, they have a lot of money because they're just willing to buy a Range Rover. Right. Yeah. But even if I even if I have a lot of money, I'm not going to just throw it away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if you want to keep it. Because I can, I can share it. it. Yeah. If you right. want to make sure you continue to have a lot of money. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or if you want to use it for good. Yeah. Use it for exactly. all those things. I'd rather share it in some kind of way and then... You know, right. At least it's, it spreads, mm -hmm. and what spreads spreads everywhere. You know, it comes yeah. back like a flow. Yeah, I feel yeah. like people, especially in our society, don't aren't on that on that level or that. I don't know if it's like an ego thing or an emotional thing or a uh, th that famine mentality of like, oh, if that that person or if I give them this or I help this person or I do this for somebody else, you know. I'm not going to have it, right. you know? So yeah. they get very like selfish and closed off with, yeah. with that. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame because if they would understand that blessings flow through, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you can't look to the person that you blessed for, to bless you back. That's not how it works. It flows through. <laughs> where's my, where's my gift? Water doesn't go like that, you know? Right. The, the river flows and it doesn't go the same it doesn't mm. pass the same place, you know? Mm -hmm. So your blessing is going to come from somewhere else. Yeah. And then you bless somebody and then they bless somebody. It flows. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I mean, anything that I've ever, like you, as a, you know, growing up or just living life, you know, you have these things where you're like, ooh, I really want that. Yeah. Ooh, I really want this. And then you get it, right? You work, you 
hustle, however you need to do, you get it. Yeah. You have it, and then you're like, it's not what I thought it was. Right. It didn't bring me what I thought it was going to bring me. Right. I thought, you know, I saw this person that was super happy and they were enjoying their life and they had this Range Rover, let's say, because right. we're on that topic. <laughs> I worked my ass off. I got the Range Rover. I'm sitting in it like... On the side of the road. On the side of the no. road in my drive, yeah, because <laughs> no, I can't afford a house, but uh, they bought my Range Rover. But I'm sitting in my driveway or driving, and I'm like, okay, this isn't. Am I the same? Am I happy? Am I? Am I? Did this bring me what I thought it was going to bring me, or this right. allure of, of happiness, wealth, you know, fulfillment that yeah. I thought it was going to? Yeah. And then you think about think about it in a different way of you know what if I would have gone and worked, but also I don't know given other people in my life different things and right. help them out. And that as like, I guess we're talking about something that's unselfish, but it is selfish to be like, that made me feel a lot better than getting the car. Well, it doesn't right? have to be selfish, right? It can be a bonus, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's a natural bonus yeah. from doing something that's selfless, right. you know? So it's weird that it's like, yeah. I consider it selfish to be like, oh, I'm going to do this because it's going to make me feel better. Well, that is selfish, <laughs> yeah. right? If you're doing right. it because it makes you right. feel better, that is selfish. Right. But if you're doing it and it happens to also make you yeah. feel better. How do you distinguish between the two then? What was your intent? To right? help your, somebody out to I, make their life better. Right. But then, it made me so feel better. So that's not selfish. Okay. That's just a blessing that you got from mm -hmm. what you chose to do. Blessings. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, if the intent is I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna go. Ooh, look! Every like, like you see all these people now giving money on to homeless or to the to the drive-through person, you right. know, on camera. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 not. Come on, man! Why do you have to do it on camera? Right. You know what I mean? Why do you have to tell everybody? Yeah, I feel like it doesn't. There's a you know, obviously um, there's that old Bible saying of like, if you did something good and then you told someone about it, yeah, that was your. Yeah. Your gift or your blessing or your, your, all you'll get from it. Exactly. Is feeling like telling people. Yep. Um, I feel like that kind of stuck because not necessarily like that, that, that I think about that all the time, but just experiencing it. Like it feels gross to, to do something for somebody and then publicize it exactly. or promote it or use it for your own gain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to do that. You can just enjoy it and then do it again. Then you yeah. get to enjoy it again. Do it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's yeah. like, I think there's a, a overwhelming part of our culture that, that, that does that, you know, they, mm -hmm. they do something, but only to, for their own benefit. Right. And it's pretty clear and you yeah. see it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, it's, it's unspoken or it's not, you can't really put your finger on it, but people know. And people know when people are not authentic. Mm -hmm. And there's like that, that thing that people feel just based off of like, I guess, judgment or character. Mm -hmm. But it's like a feeling you get when somebody, you see them promoting them doing all this stuff. And you're like, uh, that doesn't feel right. Like that doesn't feel good. Like yeah. it doesn't feel like it's coming from a good place. Yeah. Well, you know, I just look at that and I'm like, you know what? It, it's one of two things, you know? Either because there is some small residual thing that could come from it. Like as far as I see you do it because you put it on mm -hmm. line or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll go do it too. Right. Right. 
So that's okay. I could see that side because then you're like using your influence to help other people do it. Right. Even if they're only doing it because they want to be like you and saw you do it. Right. Well, I don't know, but... <laughs> I mean, the act you know, is still getting any, done. It is. But anytime that you're trying to be like somebody else, man, yeah. just be you. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like a lot of the things that were happening with what was going on online and what was going on with like Black Lives Matter and um, the protests and George Floyd and everything was like people, a lot of people were only doing things because out of, oh, this person's doing it or fear. Right. It wasn't, a lot of it wasn't coming from a place of like, I want to help. I want to be a part of change. I want to be a part of the solution. It was like, I don't want to be a part of the problem. Right. So I'm going to, I guess I have to do this. Right. Yeah. See, and that's not, there, there's no, you have to, you know what I mean? If you feel like you have to, then that might not be your assignment. And guess what? That's okay. Yeah. I hate assignments. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. Right. <laughs> Unless we choose it. Right. You know? If it's like something we decided to do and it came from us, then then it's fun. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else is is causing you to do something, that may or may not be your assignment. You know, like it's funny because one time someone was talking to me and they said something like they were fussing about Oprah. You know, oh, she helps all these people like all over in Africa. What about the people in Chicago in Cabrini Green? OK, you know, yeah, OK, she probably could. But that might not be her assignment. You talking about it. Is it your assignment? Mm -hmm. Go do something. Yeah. You know, (laughs) go do something other than flap your jaws. Yeah. Like, you know, so, but we can't put on other people what is their assignment. Right. Yeah. And like the judgment of why isn't she doing this? Exactly. Like, oh, that's great. She's doing that. I have an idea. I have a thought. Like, why don't I help or why don't I find a way that I can help the people in my community? Right. Versus being like, well, why doesn't she do it like this? And why doesn't she do it like this? And just because you don't know about it, that doesn't mean she's not doing it. Right. She might be doing it and you just don't know. Yeah. (laughs) And it frustrates me to no end that like people talk about, you know, whoever it is, public figure or celebrity or whatever. And they're like politician, whatever. And they're like this person or business owner like Bezos or Gates, like this person donates X amount of their income to these causes and it's like this person doesn't donate anything when it's like how do you know that that person doesn't donate anything right how do you just because this person publicizes i give this to this i give that to that and this person doesn't publicize that doesn't mean they're not both giving exactly and how do you know that that person's not giving and why are you worried about what they're doing right do you yeah (laughs) yeah what are you giving right besides judgment right there judgment yeah you know, and that's only negative for. It's not going to bring them down. Right. It's not going to affect them. It's going to affect you. Well, and that's the that's the big thing right there. So, like you were talking about earlier with with uh, with certain certain things that people do, I always feel kind of not sorry, but I think I just look at people when they are judging others, and I'm like, okay, you know what? That's a lesson that they have to learn. You know. That's their lesson. Right. And it's unfortunate when they, oh, that's what you were talking about earlier when people come at you, you know, negatively on your, mm, uh, yeah. on your online. Yeah. They want and me to get like AIDS. The th- yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> because you're doing bloodletting. Yeah. The thing is, though, is that in order for that to come out of them, it first has to be in them, which means they're walking around with that. 
Yeah, gross. That's unfortunate for them, you know? It yeah. kind of makes me sad for them. It's like you really don't have to be walking around with that. Yeah. You know? So. Like how much more could could somebody, how much better could they feel? How much more could they accomplish? How much further could their life be going if they weren't walking around with that? Right. And it's it's sad, but it's so common. It is. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they could be so much happier. Happy people don't mess with other people's yeah lives and happiness you know they don't yeah and i feel like there's a lot of of brushing off of of holistic medicine or of you know different types of treatments that aren't common western practices in our society Mm -hmm. that would be people would be be they would be shocked to see what it did to their life and even something as simple as that as hey i'm walking around with with guilt, anger, hate, resentment. Um, yeah. I'm walking around with these emotions, these like things that weigh heavy and yeah. that are going to come out in other aspects of my life. They're going to affect how I interact with different people. They're going to affect the decisions that I make. Yeah. Um, I can't fix that with a uh, Vicodin or with uh, uh, whatever antidepressant or whatever. Yeah, those might be things that I need to take at a certain point to right. get me to a healthier place, but exploring those different options of, hey, what is what do these practices say or teach about getting rid of that those pains and those emotions and those things? And exactly. what do different what are different options and treatment practices other than just thinking that my life is only ever going to be taking this pill to definitely not feel better. I feel different, but it's not better. Right. So, yeah, there are lots of things that we do, especially with, like, emotions and stuff, like, in Ayurveda, because it's the whole person. So we, first of all, look at the whole person, right? And we'll take something like anger, you know? Very often, they... So anger in Ayurveda is is equivalent to heat. There's too much heat, too much fire, right? So we relate everything to elements and then the qualities of that element, Right? So fire is hot, right? Fire is light. Um, So if someone has too much anger, that's fire, right? So what you do is you take the opposite qualities and and you add those, and that cools the fire down, right? So then the anger starts to dissipate because the fire is dwindling. You know, Mm -hmm. and there are there are lots of different ways that we can do that. It depends on how it's presenting in the person. You can use herbs. You don't have to use herbs. You can use pranayama, which is breathing uh, techniques, Mm. right? You can use meditations. You can use um, all kinds of things. Practice non-judgment. You know, there are lots of ways to, and sometimes it's even shows up in your digestive system, right? So you might also find that you have heated digestive system. So you could be suffering from, pardon me, diarrhea or heartburn or acid reflux. All of those things are too much fire in the body, mm. right? Yeah. Mikey, what are you highlighting here? Uh, the breath thing, yeah. Oh, pranayama. Pranayama. Yeah. Uh, that's the breathing, right? Be yeah. gentle with yourself. Emotions will flow. Tend to ebb and flow in their own time schedule. Surrender to the breath. Receptive to your body is the breath. Yeah. To be more free and easy. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... of I think breathing and the the effects of breath work and 
breath holds, deep inhalations, getting more oxygen are was something that was not really talked about much, especially in um, everyday life. Right. And you would only see it maybe in high-level athletics, whereas now, like in the past few years, people are talking about, you know, Wim Hof breathing and um, ice baths and using breath work to bring down stress, bring down anger, anxiety, all of these things and mm-hmm. having very positive effects from that. Right. But a lot of people are like, oh, that's too easy. I feel like so many people would benefit from that, but just brush it off because they're like, oh, that's too easy of a fix. Why would that help me? Like, there's no way that's going to work. Right. But you'd be surprised at what you would feel. Right. And I would challenge like anybody to like be in a situation or just say you're just in any situation, take the time to follow a two, three minute breath work um, routine, Mm -hmm. see how you feel afterwards. Right. So that's what I was going to say. If it's too easy, then give it a try. Yeah. If it does nothing for you after mm, a week, then try something different, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But if it's too easy, then give it a try. What are some (laughs) of the the breathwork um, practices that you guys use? Oh, we use all kinds of... So that's the thing that's important, too, is to find someone who knows, based on what you have going on, what type of breathwork to do, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you have, let's say, anger again, if you have anger... I run really hot, so like I'm always like putting off heat, So, but I don't feel angry, but maybe it is anger. Or it might be, you may be in balance, you Uh know? Just because you run hot doesn't mean necessarily that the anger... But you would be possibly more prone to that reaction mm. when you're not in balance, mm-hmm. right? Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. The breath work, I think. Oh, that's right. To find someone who knows what type, you know? So for with anger, um, you don't want to do a particular breath work, for instance, that's going to make more heat, right? Or fan the flame. You want to do a cooling breath work, right? So if you don't know what that is, then you find someone who does, right? Yeah. So that you're practicing the right one. Because that's one thing that you'll find a lot too is people will, um, oh, this, whatever it is, it could be an herb, it could be a particular practice, it can be lots of different things. Oh, this thing is good for you. It says it's good for you. Look, it does this, 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 this. Okay, it may be a good thing. doesn't necessarily mean that you need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and there's like an inundation of, of things that are vying for our attention. So like exactly. there's always something... Have look at this tea, look at this uh wrap mask, um yeah. whatever it might be. Yep. Like I tell okay. my kids there's always something new to want. Yeah. <laughs> but what's <laughs> actually gonna work for you? Exactly. And understanding I think what's going on with you and self reflecting is like the first step. Yeah. Right? Um Exactly. So knowing yourself and know to know yourself you have to pause. You have to pause. And pay attention to you, which we're not taught to do, right? We're taught to go, 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 go. That's how you succeed, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you win. How many, how much multitasking can you do? How many people can you meet? All this stuff. And it's like, no, it, it really is okay to slow down, take your time, take your pause, make sure you're on the right trail. Yeah. You know? I think there's guilt associated with that in our society. Absolutely. Like guilt of looking at myself, guilt of taking the time to reflect on myself and the guilt of like, oh, I'm, I'm being selfish. Right. Heaven forbid you actually take care. Right. Of yourself. (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah. 
because like but it's important oh you know? that person's self-indulgent or oh right. they just care about themselves right. or oh they're selfish yeah so there is a lot of like guilt associated with that or feelings of like oh man i don't want people to think that i don't care about them or right. that i'm just focused on this right or that you're supposed to be taking care of somebody else all the time mm. you know mm -hmm. no you have to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself then you're not gonna last as long yeah that's what i say in the the airplanes right exactly a apply your mask before helping others right exactly <laughs> good or motto even with for a life car, right yeah. you have to it, ha it needs oil change. It needs gas. It needs a tune-up. It needs all these things. You're not going to just keep driving it. Not if you buy a Toyota. That'll so, go forever. That's what I have. <laughs> Do you? Yes. <laughs> Toyota plug. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, you know, you have to do that or else... So you're not going to just drive the car. You're going to take care of maintenance for the car. So don't just drive your body. Mm -hmm. Take care of it. Your meat wagon. Take yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take care of yourself, you know? Yeah. There's like so much and there's so much out there now. So much knowledge, so much resources. Yeah. Like you don't have excuses not to Exactly. To take well not not to take care of yourself, but not to to identify and figure out what can help and try different things. Yeah. Well, we're all so busy, you know. Our lives are so busy, especially like the more technology we get, it's like the busier we get. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And we just have, you have to find a way to slow it down. That's why I've been so resistant to like social media and things like that, because it's like, I'm not going to get sucked into that. Yeah. Where I'm spending too much of my time there. You know? And honestly, what is it going to bring you? Exactly. Like, what has it brought anybody? Right. Like, yeah, some people get, you know, they use it to help their business. Some yeah. people use it to promote that. But yeah. That's also a very slippery slope because then, you know, how much of how much of what you're doing on there is actually helping your business right. and like checking yourself yeah. and being like, okay, what what is this returning me? What value is it giving me? And what is it causing me? Is exactly. it causing me stress, anxiety, comparing myself, um, kind of tapping into all of those fears and feelings right. and emotions in a negative way? Yeah, there's a uh, move speaking of technology there's a, a documentary out right now called on netflix it's called um the social dilemma i think mm. and it talks about that specifically as yeah. far as the people that invented the the facebook like button and these people that built these apps and these social media platforms to be as addicting as possible right like they engineered these to be just soul sucking. Like mm -hmm. they make video games now. Like they make video games and do research and have scientists and people weigh in and they do things specific in video games to get people hooked on them. Right. And same thing here. They used that that research and those things to um, to get to give you give people a platform that would keep them on it, exactly. hook them to it. And um, yeah, so it just says it explores the dangerous human impact of social networking with tech experts sounding the alarm on their own creation. Yeah. So a lot of them um, see what it's doing, see the issues that people are having with depression, anxiety, um, bullying, all those right. things, um, hate, and they're like, don't feel good about, you know, they feel guilty. Yeah. Another feeling. Yeah. But they feel like, oh, shoot, we created this. Right. We did this. Right. But if they didn't do it, somebody was. Somebody would Like, if they would have been like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. Like, they would have been like, all right, next guy up, this guy will make it for us. Exactly. So. It still would have gotten made. And yeah. the truth is, is we just need to control ourselves. 
right? We need to take responsibility for our own actions just because it's available. Just like it's the same like drugs or sugar. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, okay, the candy, the, the candy is there. I can eat the whole bowl or I could have one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I just like, I'll have my clients set time for during these hours. This is when you use your technology. And it goes off an hour before bedtime, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because you need that time, one, to tend to yourself and to have a proper bedtime routine so that you can work with the circadian rhythm. We've all heard about that, right? So that your body will function properly, your mind and body and soul will be healthier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think that that for me, it's like, okay, I only go on social media when I'm on the toilet. Right. So if, if you see anything now from know me, now you know. Now. If you see any posts, it's straight from the bathroom. <laughs> but that gives you a timer because you're like sitting there and you don't want to like, isn't there danger to like sitting on the toilet too long in that position? Like, I, I think. Like, I think of like a prolapse, overshare, prolapse right? anus. My butt hurts. When <laughs> I think there's something the that can happen. toilet seat hurts my yeah. butt when I sit Your there Your legs too long. go numb if you sit there too long. <laughs> I got a squatty potty, so it like and Me too, I love that the thing. feet up. Squatty yeah. potty plug. No. plug. And they actually just came out. I was wanting them to develop a uh, travel one because oh. I was always traveling, and I'm like, oh, I need my squatty potty. Yeah, man. Where's my travel one? And See? They, they've made one. Yeah. So what is the... the um, what happens when you sit too long? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Clots, the pool and clot in the veins because gravity takes over. So the, the veins can pool and clot. Um, yeah. Any straining or pushing could cause hemorrhoids. All right. So there's, there's negative effects of sitting there too long. So that's a good yeah. way to be like, okay, I'm not going to sit here for 30 minutes on social media because right. my ass is going to fall in the toilet, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> um and so there's like negative consequence. Yeah. Um, but now actually I have to not take my phone in the bathroom so I don't sit there too long. Right. Is the problem. Oh, like, see now. I'll be on that's, there. I'm glad you told me that yeah. because every time I see you post something from yeah. now on, I would have been like, oh, he's on the toilet again. Yeah. No. Again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I actually try not to take it in there because I'll be sitting way too long and your legs go numb and you're like, this is not right. right. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need to know all that yeah. information. I like yeah. you, Christian, but I don't need to <laughs> yeah. know you're on the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Toilet question mark. Right. Um, so yeah, there's, um, yeah, speaking on, on the, uh, you brought up the circadian rhythm and the bedtime, like yeah. the bedtime routine is so key. It's key. Routine is key. Routine is routine key. Routine is key, yeah. period. Because a lot of times we'll find that, I mean, how many people are walking around with anxiety? Everyone. You know, overwhelm. Yeah. I mean, with the speed that our lives are right now, everybody's overwhelmed, mm. anxious, fearful, especially now, you know, with COVID and everything, so much oh, uncertainty gosh. going yeah. on. People don't know if they're going to have a job or they don't have a job, you know? Yeah. So, um, that took yeah, like those dilemmas and just skyrocketed it. Exactly. COVID, yeah. Exactly. So that means that routine is even more important because that gives you stability, right? So that routine gives you that stability so that the the motion can slow down and then you can focus and reroute. How do you, um, like, how do you counsel people that, you know, have good intentions? Like, yeah, I want to set, I feel like a lot of people are like, yeah, I need to set a bedtime routine. Oh, I need, I need to like, uh, sleep or 
sleep hygiene yeah. is a like, common phrase yeah. is super important in that they, people talk about, you know, if you like to shower before bed, always doing your shower, like reading for 10 or 15 minutes, yeah. like turning off any type of bright lights, the phone goes away an hour before bed or 30 minutes and, and you start to wind down and get into this habit. And so yeah. then your body knows, okay, we're about, we're getting ready for sleep. Exactly. This is what's about to happen. Exactly. Um, it's harder, harder done than said. It can. Yeah. It yeah is. Because you know, you're, you're on your phone. Oh, let me just respond to one more email. Let me just, you know, scroll a couple more times. Let me yeah. just, um, you know, read this next news article. Mm-hmm. Let me watch the next episode on Netflix. Right. Um, especially for people in entertainment, um, or the medical field that does like overnight work, any graveyard shift worker, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's really hard to get them to kind of reroute their routines and schedules, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, musicians, they're up until the wee hours playing their, you know? So yeah. really, you want me to go to bed at 1030 late? That ain't happening. Right. You know? But, but I'm sure you just adjust, you just push in back increments. there. Yeah. We, we, we do it in very small increments where you barely even notice it. That's the way I do it. Mm-hmm. You know? So for instance, I have a guy who's a writer who's um, a client of mine. And there's no way on earth he's going to go from going to bed at one or two in the morning to 10 o'clock. It's not going to happen overnight, you know? So it's like, okay, so you go to bed at one now. First, I'll start with turning off electronics, right? So if you go to bed at one, I want you to turn off electronics at 1230. And then if he can't do that for, like, he comes to me the next week and it hasn't happened, okay. I did it again. Yeah, exactly. 1245. If I have to go down to 15-minute increments for you, we're going to get this done one way or another, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you do just little bit, then that little bit adds up really quickly, you know? Yeah. So it, we just do it that way. So I'll say, okay, the first thing I want you to do is to turn off electronics at 1245, right? I haven't changed his bedtime at all, okay? And then, his bedtime. <laughs> yeah, I haven't changed his bedtime. Now you go to bed at 1 o'clock, go ahead. 1245, I want you to turn off electronics, right? And then I back it up. 12.30, I want you to turn off electronics. Well, now I have to give them something to do, right? Because they'll inevitably, well, I'm just going to be laying there. I'm just, well, just going to lay. It's okay. So then I give them something to do, you know? And it may be something like abhyanga, which is massage, self-massage, right? Or it may be yoga nidra. Or it may be... Not that kind of massage, you sinners. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Never mind. Don't do that, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, there is a... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, or it, we can do, like, it can even be simple things, like to diffuse a specific scent at night, you know, a specific essential oil. Mm. And then your nose smells it. Your brain goes, up. Oh, that's bedtime scent, you know? Right. So little things, I just implement little things bit by bit and back up that bedtime slowly. Mm-hmm. And then we get it done that way. Yeah. And then, it, it, but it comes down to the person actually doing it. It comes down yeah. to them being accountable. That's like right. you were talking about the bowl of candy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have the option to like, you know, my mom's not going to burst through the door and be like, take your ass to bed. Right. Um, or I'll put you to bed, you know, right. <laughs> I'll put you to sleep. <laughs> right. Um, they have to be accountable and everyone has to be accountable. And yeah. I feel like the accountability for a lot of people is not there. Right. And, you know, they would rather blame my phone, right. blame social media, blame, um, 
text somebody texting them blame a video game they're hooked on blame everything else but being like no i chose this this is the choice i made i chose to say fuck it and uh, i'm gonna keep doing this and i'll suffer for it later and i have to choose to say i'm not gonna do that right i have to choose and stop blaming well this phone is like is designed to get me hooked on it this games are designed to like yeah but you also don't have to pick it up you have a choice exactly when you're doing that yeah it's Um, funny too because a lot of times my clients if they haven't been successful doing the thing that i've asked them to do that week you know they they're like oh i'm gonna disappoint you i'm like no you're not disappointing me this is your work Mm -hmm. it's not mine do you want the change because my life is still going to be the same yeah (laughs) it's going to be based on my decisions some of which are great and i'm not perfect some of which are not i like my chocolate chip cookies you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i mean so um but i keep it in moderation right because I don't like needles. I don't want diabetes. Yeah. I don't want to lose my foot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are so it's like, for that too. Are there? For <laughs> yeah. cutting your feet off? No. <laughs> Not for that. Okay. <laughs> there are herbs for diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I bet. Um, but yeah, so it, it comes down to like those decisions. Yeah. And I just got a, uh, a thing that's helped me because I have issues with putting away, like going to bed and doing my things that I need to do at yeah. the right time to be in bed and to be sleeping the and to you know get the most out of the sleep I need for recovery performance all of those things that I want to do and so um I have trouble you know okay I need to put the electronics away so I've started um you know turning the electronics off and putting them away at a certain hour um reading to like bring myself down or bring my mind down if I need something right and then um I uh will you know go through my stuff but i recently just got a it's called a hatch it's like a little bedtime alarm it's like a a night or it's um like a sunlight alarm Mm -hmm. so it has um and it has a full integrated app so it gives you like a bed and this is not a hatch plug this is just like what i got like hatch (laughs) doesn't support our show don't go out and buy it but they've got um it's a yeah here we go it's a smart light and sleep sound. So like it goes through a bedtime routine. So yeah. like when you're ready, like say it's like I just got it yesterday, so I'm still playing with it. But uh-huh. like at 10, you can put away your stuff. It'll have uh, everything on there that you need. So you set it up on your app beforehand. And so you just touch it on the top and it gives you like a night light that you can, a light that's like bright enough and you can adjust it all. Right. And you can read to or just have on while you're finishing up doing whatever you need to in your room, maybe yeah. doing some of the massage you mentioned that we won't talk about, but the <laughs> self-massage. <laughs> um, and But it just brings the ambient light to something that's not that super bright white that's yeah. like keeping you awake. And you can use it to read a book, to do whatever. Um, and then it'll last for as long as you want it to, usually 20 minutes, you can set a timer on it and then you tap it again and it takes you to like a winding down phase of where it like goes to an even like softer, softer glow and mm-hmm. you can have it read you some type of meditation or they have like people on there that are talking you through different types of, you know, sleep therapies and like ways of de-stressing, unwinding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final one, you set it for, or you hit it again and it's like... Um, you can set it for a timer or whatever, but it's um, completely off. The clock goes off, so it like takes the clock completely off that, and then it gives you um, like the sleep sounds. So right. you can do like 
whale noises or beach or like chirping crickets or like campfire and all these things. Yeah. And then when it's, when you've set it to wake up like 15 to 30 minutes before you wake up, it's going to slowly start to bring the brightness up on that sunrise clock. And then it's going to like wake you up however you want with like chirping sounds. I like the like chirping cause it's like birds and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to go. Um, but yeah, I just got that and I'm like, oh, this is going to be like pretty helpful yeah. because it's not only myself keeping myself accountable of like, okay, I'm going to put my, my thing down and I'm going to, um, do this. It's like, okay, I have this like system and procedure and something of routine yeah. that I go through that can keep me, help keep me accountable or help push that in that direction. And it's like, it's hard. Like there's a reason people don't quit smoking cold Turkey exactly. or stop eating sugar or they have to have incentives? They have to have drivers. Yeah. And I think pu putting in your life those drivers that help push you to the right things is something you have to do. There's everything that's working against you to try to suck your attention this way. Why not put some things in place to help bring it back to where you need to go? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's just, you know, about finding what, what will work for you. You know what I mean? So if you can get a tool like Hatch or, you know, any kind of tools that work for you, then great. Use them because we definitely need help to slow down. Yeah. There's yeah. plenty of things out there that are like we were talking, we talked a lot about pulling your attention and yeah. wanting you to do this and wanting you to like eat sugar, wanting yeah. you to watch this and be addicted to these things. And so it's like exactly. give yourself a fighting chance yeah. to to do the, to go in the right direction yep. and invest in those things. Yeah. So like, it's not cheap, but it's like, it's worth the investment. And it can and be, it doesn't yeah. have to be expensive. You know, right. it doesn't have to be a hatch. It can right. be like I use, um, when I'm turning off the lights, I, I can sometimes use the salt rock lamps. Mm, those I've seen are those. not expensive. Yeah. And they give you enough light. Mm -hmm. It's like too bright to go to sleep for me, mm -hmm. but, um, not so bright that I feel like it's not nighttime. You know, yeah. so there are lots of different things. You just, just try stuff until you find what works for you or research it and then say, oh, you know what? I think that mm -hmm. one will work well for me. Yeah. Yeah. What's the salt? The salt, does it give off anything or is it just the. Actually the salt. So the Himalayan pink salt. Right. Lumps, yeah. I've they actually, them. they have claims that they help like to purify the air mm -hmm. and, and something about ions and, yeah. you know, different things. I don't know. I just liked them because they were pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty. It's a dim light, you know, and it has some kind of health benefits. Yay. Have you noticed yours like getting smaller? No. No? Because mm -mm. I would think like, okay, if this is a putting off something or absorbing I... something, it would like such well, a shrink or something. Right. See, I haven't noticed it getting smaller. I think maybe it happens really slowly. Yeah. But with some of them, you have to be mindful because with some of them, they will, um, when they're on, they will like leak onto the surface the like sweat right like um not sweat it's like it's like the salt drips mm. not drips <laughs> <laughs> but yeah kind of like drips and and will mold onto the surface that is on oh like Some it fuses them. with yeah. the surface yeah so don't if put it don't put it like in a window oh uh, where it know, would be like where hot the sun and will yeah don't do that i learned that the hard way damn i'm gonna have to get a, a Freaking salt crystal for this room now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. They're beautiful and there's so many different kinds, you know? Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been 
yeah. a treat to like have you on and talk about all this stuff. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing your knowledge and everything. My pleasure. Awesome. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Today's episode. Thank you for listening. Quick shout out. Don't forget, Loco Coffee. If you guys use that code, pardon me, 20% off anything on their website. They've got the coffee orders. They've got subscriptions. They've got a little bit of merch on there, T-shirts, hats. Um, but mainly those 12-ounce cans of coffee with additives like coconut water and maple water. All right, so it's like a coconut water uh, cold brew combination. Use code pardon me, 20% off. We're also brought to you by Xworks. Right now they're doing free shipping on all orders. Uh, and then you can enter your email in there to get a free shaker bottle, free dual walled stainless steel, nice shaker bottle with anything you order right now. All supplements from xworks.com. They even have CBD and uh, uh, CBD pills and uh, droplets as well. So all your supplement needs there. And then lastly, grip tight tape. Use code pardon me for 10% off. On that website, you can find uh, the kind of flagship stick, sticky, stretchy tape to protect your your hands, your fingers when you got a hook grip, when you got a train. Uh, you'll also find on there uh, the newer weight vest plates and tactical vests and tactical vest uh, plates on there. Uh, 10% off, I think I already said, pardon me. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Shout out to them. And shout out to Manscaped for uh, sponsoring the pod. Make sure you guys use pardon me, the code pardon me for 20% off and free shipping on all of their beautiful offerings to keep your nuts and butts where they need to be. Uh, Manscaped, shout out. And like I said before, but now I really mean it. There you have it. Another episode in the books. Number 65. Thanks, Shannon, for coming in. Shout out to her. Um, thank you guys for listening. Shout out to all of our sponsors. Thank you guys um, for going on this journey with us. We appreciate every one of you listeners and all of the guests. We'll see you here again next week. We'll see you here again next week. Try that again. And uh, be good, guys. Peace. Peace.